0: You're listening to The Paul Higgins Show, the place for ambitious tech consultants with purpose. After 18 years as a global sales leader and having a successful tech consulting exit, I'm sharing what's working now to transform emerging tech consultants worldwide into trusted consultants that attract the best clients and deliver measurable results. When you're ready to level up your clarity, results, and freedom, begin with the free tech consulting blueprint available at techconsultantsblueprint.com. As your clients get a sniffle, you get a cold. Their clients are getting less work and like most things, it flows down to you. You see your revenue starting to decline and you start adding activities to make up the difference. Often the breakthrough isn't what you start, it's what you stop that matters. Hello, this is Paul Higgins, and welcome to episode 503 of my podcast. In today's solo show, I will talk about what you should stop as a tech consultant. So. Let's dive in. When I worked at Coca-Cola, the panic button would hit when you realised you were behind your targets. Typically, budgets were already well and truly gone by then. I don't even know why we used to do budgeting, but anyway, get some people employed. But there were emergency meetings called for a raft of new initiatives, and you had to have you know, your laundry list of stuff. And I was the lone voice in the corner saying, hang on, what was wrong with the plans we just decided a couple of months ago? Why don't we just do those, but do them better? Of course, that was the right thought, but politically, it was the wrong thing to say. We would work ourselves into a frenzy and waste time. The reps would be thrown into absolute chaos. It's like, hang on, we were going down this path and now we're in this one, and our customers would simply laugh and say, here we go again. It's the crazy world of Coca-Cola where we've already got good plans, and then they want to reinvent the wheel. Did this ever happen to you in corporate life? And if you're still there, I feel sorry for you if it is now. I am all about hitting my numbers. Don't get that wrong. I'm all about helping you hit your numbers. But more action isn't always the answer. Often the answer is what you should stop. Let me give you an example that inspired me to do this podcast. I have a client called Jane. It's not her real name, but it's a real situation. Her largest client gave a notice and she was in a panic. And to be honest, so was I. We had been working on bringing on new clients to de-risk her from this situation. We knew it was an inevitable, but we didn't think it was going to happen right now. And guess what? It was real now, right? So it really made us want to work even harder. So Jane is a podcast listener like you, and she loves to listen and implement, which is a brilliant skill. And that's her strength. She loves to listen to things and implement, but a strength overplayed is often a weakness. And sometimes it's not good to just go and implement straight away. Why? Because Jane has a tiny team or a small team right let's say a modest team that's probably a better word and a family right you know she's a mom she's a wife etc so she's got lots on a plate and she needs to protect her most important asset which by the way is your most important asset which is your time she was off on an seo path a youtube channel launching a new one and paid ads because she'd heard it through a guest on this podcast and i get it right she had great intentions, and it was no fault of the guest either, right? They didn't know Jane's specific situation. But in our monthly call, I listed all the activities that Jane and I had agreed to, what time it was going to take her to deliver them, her and her team, and also we put a projected revenue figure against them for the next six months, right? So what we're already working on include a referral program, a LinkedIn outreach plan, increasing her prices, which was well and truly overdue, Getting more people on her list. So building that list. She didn't have anyone on a list at all. So she was never putting any offers out to people that actually wanted to listen to her. And also just finding that one strategic partner. So we wrote all those down and then I added the new ones to the list, which was, you know, the SEO, the YouTube and the paid ads. And you know, she realised that she couldn't simply do them all. And we did the same exercise. We looked at how long it was going to take to deliver them, what the projected revenue figures for those were. And when we looked at the facts, it became very clear to, to Jane that she couldn't do all of them. Some activities had better payoffs than others and some also had better payback times than others. And now I could have said this to her straight away, right? As soon as she got on the call, I could have listened to her and said, yep, look, based on my experience, none of this is going to work. But I knew that was just a band-aid on the saw, right? I had to get to the key point of her having a way that when I'm not there to validate her assumptions and make sure that she wasn't doing what we used to do at Coke, which is a mad panic and then upsetting everyone Everything. And if Jane was left her own devices, she probably would have done more and guess what? She would have got less. What about you? Who do you have as a sounding board when you should be deciding what to stop rather than what to start? It is hard to see the label from inside the jar. You've heard it a million times. You've probably heard it from me before on my podcast. And it helps to have someone with domain experience to work it out. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people, I was talking to a guy and we were laughing about the fact that, you know, someone might talk about SEO and might talk about a particular activity and it's put in a reference to do with their industries they've been in, right? But let's face it, tech consulting is different. And what you need is someone with domain experience to actually guide you through that. It just saves you a hell of a lot of time. And in Jane's case, we doubled down on referrals and outreach and brought activities forward by me tapping into my resources so she didn't have to reinvent the wheel. So we still had a rocket under us. We we had to get the revenue back that this major client was now vacating but we did it in a very planned and methodical way and the bottom line is it isn't what you start that it's most important it's what you stop that matters right and so often you know i, I see people just getting into this frenzy and to be honest you know i've done it myself and i've just taken on way too much and you know, I've been in business for a long time now, and I should know better, but I don't. And that's why I have someone guiding me as much as I guide others. And if you'd like to learn more about how I can help you, just like I did, Jane, just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash sounding board. So it's all one word, sounding board. It's also in the link below, and you can find out how I can help you. So ready, set, go. See you next time on The Solo Show for more ways to scale faster, live better. Time for action. Subscribe, comment, and let me know what you like best about this episode. Plus, get your exclusive show extras and growth action guides for subscribers only. Visit techconsultantsblueprint.com.